thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I am your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan today, Eddie Hurt. Eddie, thanks so much for being on the show. My pleasure, thank you. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know there's a lot of people out there that are super excited about this, so uh, I definitely want to dive into the series of questions for everybody out there who's watching to get to know you better. Absolutely. So uh, I guess let's just start, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Well, first, Congratulations on the newborn. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> very cool. It's a really exciting time, and uh, you know, every time I see her, it's just she's changing, yeah. and it's just so so amazing the feeling. It's hard to describe. That's so. the cool stuff. That's yeah. the cool stuff. So. We're really blessed. But thanks for yeah. mentioning that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. So a little background about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Colorado native. I uh, was born in Denver. Uh, my dad and mom moved us here in 1976. Okay. And uh, my dad worked for an appliance company at that time, and then he got recruited into real estate hmm. many years ago, back in 1978. Some guy named Ken Rayons, wow. uh, definitely a titan in real estate uh, a yeah. long time ago. Uh, but uh, grew up here, went to Lincoln Elementary, and now I go there and I have coffee in my old third grade class. That's kind of cool. <laughs> That's bizarre. That's great. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, middle school, I went to North, and then also to Holmes, and then I graduated from Coronado High School. I like to talk about those because. I'm still pretty uh, involved in my old schools as well as the schools my kids go to now. Sure. Um, and then I went off to college at Arizona State for a couple years and it was more for fun than for studying. Sure, I, I hear you. ASU, <laughs> it's, it's known for that, yeah, but that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to focus. Sure. sure. Um, and then got serious, moved to Denver, went to Metro State, downtown Denver, and uh, finished up my bachelor's degree. and. Uh, Kind of went from there, and then I kind of jumped into the ski industry at that point. Interesting. Okay. So the ski industry was awesome. It's such a cool lifestyle, so chill and stuff like that, but the pay is just horrible. Wow. So uh, that's kind of what kind of got me toward going towards real estate was uh, uh, I thought I wanted to be a teacher or a coach, (laughs) but in the late 90s, you couldn't get a decent teaching job anywhere in the state of Colorado, so I'd have to move away. So I was like trying to find a job, and my dad one day asked me, he's like, well, did you ever think of real estate? And I'm like, no, I never thought of real wow. estate. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily something you think about, and there's so many professionals out there that you're not younger and say, someday I'm going to be a real estate professional. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see the path. So um, now with your uh, diving into real estate, what was your progression through your career uh, up until today? Sure. Um, so my progression was, well, I went to real estate school, got my license, and called my dad and said, all right, I'm licensed. He's like, well, you know how to do real estate? And I said, not a clue. Uh, real estate school, as we all know, doesn't teach us anything about really being a realtor. But True statement, everybody. <laughs> that was so true. Uh, and then I came on, started off as a relocation director, and next thing you know, I was overseeing our IT and general manager and managing broker for one of our offices. And the whole plan originally was to... Uh, succeed my dad and, okay. and and take over the company, but then kids happened, family happened. Yeah. So I have uh, a wife. We've been married for 18 years, oh, and uh, two sons. One's in high school and one's in middle school, and uh, that kind of changed my whole perspective. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I just decided, you know, I wanted to go to all their events and 
be really involved with them and their schools and their friends and things like that. So uh, when that changed, uh, you know, my dad and I spoke a lot and kind of changed that succession plan and then I started selling. That was like 2007, 2008, right when the market was not so hot. <laughs> wow, interesting time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you made it through, going through, and, and seeing the progression in the career. And, and you and I were kind of discussing this just really briefly, but you've been in this marketplace and you've been doing this for a good amount of time, Eddie. So you've seen different changes and shifts, and the Springs has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's growing like crazy, but it's not growing as fast as most people think. Mm -hmm. People think they're building houses left and right, and they're building a lot of houses. Sure. But right now, this is only the fifth most homes they've ever built year to date. Interesting. So um, most people think last year and this year were probably top two or three. Mm -hmm. Not not the case. So so until until inventory changes, we're not going to see our marketplace change a lot. (laughs) I don't think so. And that's, that's good insight for everybody to know. So everybody who keeps moving out here, hey, slow it down a little bit. You know, we like to keep Colorado Springs how it is. Need more listings. That's, that's right. You heard it from Eddie first. Uh, so let's go into the next question and talking about what's your why, Eddie? I mean, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What makes you do what you do to the level you do it at? Sure. For me, I think my why is I've always been someone who likes to be liked. Okay. Uh, and I like to please people. Sure. Um, and that's real estate. Real estate, there's so much problem solving, and I think I got from my parents the ability to make decisions, be decisive, right? Also, multitask and and all that. So by doing that, I think that I think that's one of the uh, skills that really great agents have hmm. is the ability to really analyze things quickly and then make smart decisions for on behalf of their clients, for their clients, with their clients. Sure. Um, but again, it comes back to me. Oh, for me, I, I don't I don't keep track of what I make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't keep track of how many units I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just care about the people I'm working with right now, making sure that I take great care of them, our team takes great care of them, and that we get them to closing so they can realize their dreams. That's huge. So that, that, that's, that's my why. That's okay. my why for why I enjoy real estate. That, that's a big thing for everybody to know it out here, and that's why I love what this show is turning into, is showcasing true professionals, and it's not just a transaction, it's not just a commission check. It's top producers who really care about the community, who really care about their people, um, and that speaks volumes about you, Eddie, and what you just said. So hopefully everybody got that, um, that you guys are not all created equal, sure. and that's a really, really big thing to know, uh, for sure. And that's oh, a great absolutely. why. That's absolutely. a great why. Absolutely. But also you talk about what gets you out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of times it's it's tough. It's stressful. <laughs> it's, so there's night. There's a lot of sleepless nights well, in this business, at least for me. And I think sure. a lot of I think for most really good real estate agents and the titans of real estate, absolutely the case. Um, uh, but also for me, one thing that's been a big change until I got into real estate, I always had that that paycheck every two weeks. Right felt good uh, and it feels very secure uh, in real estate the thing that I think gets me out of bed is terrified that six to eight weeks from now I'm out of business I have nothing right so it's terrifying I wake up kind of not not kind of terrified I wake up really scared because yeah. you know I provide I have to provide for my family right um, lucky we're lucky enough my wife stays at home and mm-hmm. takes care of the children and mm-hmm. helps them out but uh, 
getting out of bed is not hard because I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get to work. I gotta start prospecting. I get in touch with people. I need more listings. I need more buyers uh, so I can make sure we can continue our lifestyle. I'm really, really glad you shared that, Eddie. And you are the first type to to showcase that side. And and that's so raw and that's so real for truth is. There's a lot of consumers out there who look at the real estate profession and say, oh yeah, you know, I think I can get into that. I think I might give that a whirl. They watch a TV show or they get really excited about it. They see large commission checks and all these different percentages, but they really don't understand how difficult the business is, how much hard work and time frame it takes, and then that level of fear that's there. It's not a steady paycheck. Now, as time goes on, you grow your business and you grow your sphere and your business will continue to flourish on its own that way. So there is some consistencies with that. For sure. But that that's sales, right? That's yeah, a part of the business sales. in real estate. So that's the stress of it. I, sure. I love that you said that. So and that's not part of my fabric yeah. from at least growing up. Wow. So That's crazy. Okay, so a lot of good stuff in there and, and a lot of good information. So let's go into the... Uh, the, the advisory portion to any of the professionals that might be watching this, whether they're seasoned or they're uh, newer into the business, if you could look back to your career thus far, Eddie, and maybe pick and choose a few things that you added to your business that it took it from one level to the next. Does anything stand sure. out to you at all? Sure. Um, work ethic. So I think I, I give a lot of that credit to my, to my dad and also getting me into the business and He'd been in the business for you know forty years now, wow. so um, so so a lot of credit goes to him and my work ethic and just kind of who I am. It's beautiful. Um, I think another one was uh, Oliver Frascona. You know, yeah, Oliver. great guy, wonderful, amazing guy. Uh, unfortunately, not with us anymore, right. but uh, um, he was a great mentor mm -hmm. and uh, to me, to thousands of realtors in Colorado and throughout the country. And he, you know, he, I loved. He would always say, you know. You got me to help you out when the situations get too tough, you know, and that's why I'm here. And he also, and I think the best piece of business, I, or best piece of advice he ever gave me was treat it like a job. Treat wow. it like a job. That's strong. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. He gave me so many pieces of great advice. And then the last one was, for me, was Larry Kendall, Ninja. Okay, yeah. Um, I've taken that Ninja installation twice and Wonderful. been to many, many of his classes. And, and that really, that gave me the process so I can sleep yeah. more often at night. Right. Uh, and that process uh, changed my life, changed my business. Okay. Uh, and so I give a ton of credit to, to that ninja mm -hmm. sales, uh, to the ninja sales and the processes that they teach you. Sure, and, and mentioning uh, ninja, that there's several titans that uh, eat, sleep, and breathe that, and they've had uh -huh. wonderful, wonderful amounts of success. So that that's not just Eddie, everybody. That's a consistent thing into there. So there's there's a lot of really good nuggets of information. So hopefully everybody wrote that down. Uh, there's tons and tons of truth to that. So let's go into, uh, this is the difficult question of the series. So this is the challenge question. Uh -huh. And we all have challenges we deal with in life. Sometimes they've gone by already. We're dealing with them now or into the future. But we all have them. Um, so if you could look back at your life, Eddie, and share with myself and everybody else a challenge that you dealt with, that you overcame, that made you a stronger man because of it, what does that look like for you? Sure. Um, there's two that kind of forced me to, you know, take the lead. Uh, I was great at being like uh, the second person, the right-hand person, you okay. know. In high school, I was the vice president of the student cabinet. Uh -huh. Uh, you know, here at the office when I was a partner with my dad, I was, you know, his partner. He, right. he was running the show. And so I hadn't really ever just taken the reins in different things. So after the Waldo Canyon fire, right. I live in Mount Shadows. Okay. And uh, I 
took over the association there. Uh, that was really scary. Uh, one, because now suddenly all these people, you know, about 1,900 uh, homeowners over there, I was the face of Mountain Shadows, and right. they expected a lot out of me, and uh, working with the city and Colorado Springs together and different things like that. And uh, So that was really terrifying just to be that really step forward. And uh, another one was recent. Uh, I'm the Coronado varsity soccer coach at Coronado High School. Oh, wow. And again, that was, you know, I've been coaching my kids and taking co coaching classes and courses, but to all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to take on the head coaching of a high school varsity program, which means you also oversee all, the entire program and the budgets and fundraising, and it's just, it's on and on and on. Unreal. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had a lot of sleepless nights moving into that first season. Now I'm into my second season and wow. have a lot more confidence, but it, it's uh, it, that's one of the, I think... Uh, those are two things that really jumped out. And then I think sure. the third one was another recent one. Okay. It's probably because of Teresa is a, a really good friend of mine passed away and she was she would have turned fifty yesterday. Oh, too young. Yeah, way too young. And it's just one of those things that, you know, you got you gotta live life now and uh, make sure that those people around you care about you and or know that you care about them and sure. and have fun. Don't you know, life isn't just you can't just be too serious all the time and work all the time and uh, you got to reward yourself and reward your family and those around you that you love and like and stuff. So uh, those are those are three things that really jump out at me that have happened. Those are uh, huge shares and thanks, Eddie, because that's not easy to you know showcase those things and, and pain points and, and insecurities that we all have and we all share. And no one is you know exempt from that. Sure. Uh, but I, I think that a lot of takeaways from that you know mentioning uh, taking charge. Uh, the Waldo Canyon, I, that was crazy in this community, and the fact that you took a hold of that and really stepped up, even though the nerves and everything that was going through you, you did the right thing. That's your community, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're very well known in that part of town and, and the go-to you know, professional, at least as far as my knowledge is concerned, and, and I think that just furthers uh, that inside there. Talking about your family and then stepping up there too, you didn't have to do that, you're a busy guy. That's There's a lot on your plate and you're dumping that on top of it, but you yeah. care. Yeah. And then uh, anybody passing away, family member, close friend, that is the roughest of the roughest. And um, no one is exempt from that when it comes down to it, but uh, understanding that family is important. Spending time with people who really matter is important. And don't take that for granted because no one knows. We all have a time where we're going to be up one day and then we're not going to be the next. Exactly. Um, so that's that's great stuff for everybody to take away here is just love on your people. Yeah. Spend time with people you care with. That's really great stuff, Eddie. So hopefully you guys all heard that. Um, but let's go into a slightly softer question okay. with this. So this is actually one of my favorites and it's the kind of travel back in time question. So okay. if you could go back in time and give young Eddie a piece of advice or two, what would you say to yourself? Sure. Grow up quicker. <laughs> be, more, be, be responsible sooner. I just told you we need to make sure you have fun and all that, right? Yeah, right, right. Uh, you know, I, I, didn't grad, I didn't get my bachelor's till I was 28 years old. Sure. Uh, I guess it shows that I stuck with it. Sure. Uh, uh, but I had a lot of fun before mm -hmm. I got that bachelor's degree. Sure. Um, and I cherish those times, but at the same time, you know, it's that hindsight 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's certain things you could change, well, I wish I would have been more responsible earlier in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, another one would be, I wish I had bought more investment properties. Okay. Um, investment properties, 
especially in a place like Colorado, anywhere in Colorado, mm -hmm. you hold a property for 10 years, you're gonna do really, really well. If you hold a property until you pay it off, until you retire, it's a pretty good retirement. It's a pretty good retirement. It's not, it's not and it's not very hard to do. Sure. It sure is scary. <laughs> but, but that's great sure advice for, for everybody. I mean, that's just not young Eddie, but that's everybody who's watching this. Yeah. I mean, looking at it from that standpoint, that's what's so cool, you know, just kind of thinking about it. And no one has a crystal ball. Um, I think that going through what you went through in your life and, and having fun and enjoying your youth, there's nothing wrong with that, Eddie. Yeah. And look at where you're at now. I mean, it's, it's, it's all good. Everybody yeah. has a different path. So I think that's really good, too. And, um, you know, the investment side, uh, I think that that is important for everybody to know, you know myself included. We, we can all use more, and the more that we make and receive, the more we can give. Absolutely. So I think that that's important, too. Um, okay, cool. So let's go into the feeding of the mind question. So for everybody out there who's watching, um, this is a really, really important segment because uh, if you could look back, whether it's a you know series of books that you're reading now or into the past, so books uh, you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers on social media, um, what does that look like for you? What What's Eddie feeding his mind? Sure. So right now I'm feeding my mind a lot of coaching stuff, obviously with uh, coaching a high school soccer team. But what I that's what I love about coaching a team sport is all these things that happen with these kids during the season, after the season, during the school year. It's all about life, you know, on the field, off the field. Um, so when you're really coaching these kids, it's really more about mentoring these guys. Okay. Um, and a lot of the things that I learned uh, as a realtor, also as a managing broker and a partner with my dad, uh, have helped me be a better coach. And my favorite book right now is called Inside Out Coaching. Okay. And uh, it's, a, it's all about, you read this book and they talk nothing about X's and O's. It's all about taking care of these kids, making sure that they know you love them wow. and care for them. Uh, and that, that's, that's, that's my foundation of my soccer team. Uh, I do, I care about those kids and uh, I'd love to know what they're doing, what they're up to. I'll go meet with them and their counselors if they're messing up in school. Then I'd love to go in there and sit down with them and their counselor and, and invest that time with them because I try to make sure they understand that, you know, you got to get through high school, get through high school. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of these kids, man, they're going through a lot of tough stuff. Uh, we always hear, oh, that younger generation. Mm -hmm. um, it's not been my experience. These kids are incredible. Sure. And a lot of them have uh, are coming, some of them are coming from really some tough situations right. and overcoming them. And if we can help them overcome that, they're going to be even more exceptional than they are already. So uh, another book that probably my favorite business book, okay. and I, I read it, I try to read it at least every couple of years. This is called The uh, Gifted Boss oh. by Dale Dotton. Okay. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, it's great if you manage anybody mm -hmm. uh, if you have an assistant or if you're coaching a soccer team if you manage an entire company it's super easy read uh, and uh, I just get so much out of that book every time I read it great uh, so and then I think on the social side I've always been the mashable reader I've okay. always enjoyed mashable yeah great um, uh, and then I think nationally uh, there's a guy named Matthew Ferrara okay uh, and uh, he's really into he used to be very into social stuff love it the social side of things, but he's kind of transitioned into a different piece and some IT, but also a little bit of old-fashioned, huh. uh, which is kind of old interesting. Old school meets yeah, new school. That's exactly. great. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, those have been all really great influences on my life. And, okay. Uh, yeah. 
uh, help me get to where I'm at. I love that, and that, those are uh, that's great information. So for everybody, as usual, I'll put the links in the comments below so that you can feed your mind the same way that Eddie does. Um, so that's really, really great stuff people can take away. So Eddie, this has been a phenomenal interview. This is this chock full of great information for everybody to take away. So the last question to kind of wrap this whole thing up. If you could sum up your brand, you as a man, uh, personally, professionally, with a quote or a mantra that you might live by, what does that look like for Eddie Hurd? Sure. Um, one is be a creator. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's really uh, something I learned from a life coach I had. Uh, it was called Radical Responsibility, hmm. a lady named Marty Woodward, who's local. And she taught me about radical responsibility. Radical responsibility is about anything that affects you you get the credit for, or the blame, whichever it is. Wow, all and right. And so that's something I've been working really hard with my soccer team this season. That's our mantra for our soccer team, but it's my life mantra. Love it. And, uh, uh, it's, and the second piece says, be a creator. Don't, don't, don't ever be a victim. Don't ever be a victim. Wow. If you ever allow someone to allow to make you a victim, then you're, you're not being as successful as you could be. That's and I think you don't have the right mindset. So be a creator. Be radically responsible. You heard it here first, everybody. This is great stuff. Eddie, I want to thank you again for your time. You are officially a real estate titan in my book. Thanks. So Appreciate thanks that. again Glad so to much. Join the ranks. This is awesome. Yeah. So everybody, thanks again so much as always for your time and attention. I really appreciate the love and support uh, for what we're doing here. Uh, every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Uh, we will catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.